The views and opinions expressed on Beautiful Disasters are those of the panelists and not those of the Geeks Under the Influence Network, their sponsors, or anyone else involved. Also, there is going to be a lot of adult language used on this podcast, so please keep your little kitties away unless you don't care about them that much. Welcome back to Beautiful Disasters. We got through Schlocktober. God damn it. That was fun. You, I mean, you had it easy. Motherfucker, 30-minute fucking movie. <laughs> Whatever. Wait. Not my fault. <laughs> yeah, it is my fault, so. I, but, my, uh, my 30 seconds of research before I gave it to you, so. But yeah, now now we're, we're you know, just moving straight on into uh, the holiday season. Yeah. So. But uh, we did find a nice, actually brand new flick. We've We've got some... Newer releases, you know, especially this year, we've yeah. done we've done a bunch. It's been a while since we've had uh, like a current release that yeah. just came out. Yeah, that's true, and so, not yeah. cor- starring uh, Corey Feldman or anything like that. So <laughs> no, yeah, I'm no, happy no. about that. But uh, no, let's uh, let's uh, get into the panel here. Of course, I am the Groots. F you Hunter, and our uh, guest today is none other than. Mike the Hobbit. Hey, back. It's been a little bit since I've been on an episode. I think it's uh, it's been about a year because I think wow. you were on Ginger Dead Man. Yes, I was on where Ginger Dead Man. Literally, the episode was longer than the fucking movie we covered. <laughs> it's not a high bar. I understand, but I think we were like at it like an hour ten, and the movie's like ninety, like <laughs> not even yeah, yeah. seventy five minutes or some shit. <laughs> yeah, this uh, one I don't know. We could say is as festive. As the Ginger Dead Man, but yeah, true, true. Well, you know, this movie clocked in at around two hours and twenty minutes. Yeah, but it didn't feel that long. It did it, not. It really, kind of moved along, and uh, we are, of course, talking about the twenty twenty one release, brand new of the Harder They Fall. Yep, right on streaming on Netflix. So, brand new Netflix flick, um, a real send up of the uh, sort of. Uh, spaghetti western black exploitation style 70s movie a lot of fun yeah i actually i think uh how about you were the first one to actually watch it and post it on our page about i saw it i think the day that it came out on yeah. netflix and i'm a huge fan of i mean the cast is stacked yeah it's it's an it incredible certainly cast. is and so i was excited to see what they were going to do especially with a lot of the vitriol that was going online from all the toxic fanboys about it being, well, there aren't that many black people in the Old West. And then I actually looked it up. 25% of the cowboys of the Old West were black. Yeah, true. You, you think about like uh, former slaves trying to make, or escaped slaves that were trying to make a life for themselves. You right. go out to the Old West, you become a farmhand somewhere. That's I mean, it's not out of the realm of possibility. Like All these characters existed. The story they created does is a yeah. little, little playing with uh with the Plus, history but there. But if you're going into that movie and that's going to be your bitching point, like that, you know what? Turn it off. Fucking walk away. Clearly, right? Nobody has ever seen Posse from 1993. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, I was about Posse. to bring that shit up. <laughs> yep, yep. No, that's, this uh, is Bad definitely people's right. Yeah, and yeah. Bad people's yeah. in a selection of 90s uh, stars. Yep. Yeah. Yep. This is definitely a revisionist western sure. action movie, okay, where you basically, you got a few white people in the beginning of the movie on the train, and then you don't see white people 
at so, all. Yeah, well, there's a town. There's a white people town, too. Yeah. That, yeah. I can't wait to get to that. <laughs> oh, I'm excited. That shit was so, so fucking good. awesome. But uh, I will say, usually, there might be some confusion, because sometimes some of the movies we cover, beautiful disasters, you know, the good, bad. But then oh, yeah. there's also, I feel like this fits into that, like, that subgenre of, like, where it's just such a kind of cool concept, but and- not... On the mainstream level, well, it's just, it's a send up yeah. for sure of yeah. like those old like niche yeah. exploitation films of this uh, the like late sixties into through the seventies uh, that this isn't what I would call like those movies that are so bad they're good. This is a movie that in its own right is good, but it is clearly uh, like a a love letter yeah. to those yes. older movies. Absolutely an homage. Um, it's not a spoof movie like Black Dynamite would be. Yeah, uh, but. Yeah, it, it definitely delivered the what it wanted to do. It has some insane scenes, and it leans <laughs> in so well on them. Yes, so. it does. It knows what it is, yeah. and and it plays in that sandbox really well. All right, so let's uh, let's get a little uh, stats here. It's directed by a guy named James Samuel, also uh, known as the Bullets. <laughs> <laughs> so he's he's done some music videos. He did a music video uh, for Jay Z, and. Um, he uh, 2013 he did a 30 minute short western that I've yet to see that I feel is going to be in the same vein. Yeah, I feel like it's kind of the inspiration. I, like, I, I think so. Yeah, and if you look at the actors though in that, that's that cast is stacked also. Man. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> you know, everybody Bokey Woodbine like fucking everyone's in that shit. Bokey um, Woodbine, who I heard recently from a friend at, called the evil Dave Chappelle. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. Oh, his by far, in my opinion, best performance is if you haven't seen the second season of Fargo, he is in that and he oh. is amazing in that. So nice. That's I, like, I haven't seen that one yet. Yeah, yeah he's really, really good in that season. So this uh, this picture was produced by Lawrence Bender, uh, who produced most of Tarantino's stuff. That makes sense. And then also yeah. Jay Z was a producer on this. No shit. Well, his regular name, you know, whatever it is. <laughs> <laughs> Just call him Jay. Yeah. But uh, uh, Jason, Z. Jason Z is yeah. actually his. Mr. Uh, Z. Jason <laughs> Z. Um, but yeah. That's Talk- Beyonce's husband, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he, he's, he's, he's Beyonce's. He's now, he's now known as <laughs> the guy half. that cheated on Beyonce. Yeah. I think is, <laughs> hey. <laughs> she, she still got him. Yeah. Like, she did something like to get him straight, you know. Uh, but yeah, you talk about a stat cast. We got. Um, our protagonist, Nat Love, played by Jonathan Majors, who just came out of um, Lovecraft Country, which was a great fucking show. And Loki. I would and say. Yeah, or he was in Loki, yeah. Last episode of Loki, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. yep. Um, we have his, like, old flame, uh, oh. Mary Fields, played by Zazie Beetz. Oh. Mm, yes, yes. Who Goddess. we know from Domino and Deadpool, too. Yep. And uh, Joker. Joker, yeah. Yeah, oh. Mm. And uh, then he's got his like little crew. Jim Jim Beckworth is R.J. Seiler, who was in this uh, nice underrated uh, kind of uh, satire movie called War Machine on Netflix with Brad Pitt. Yeah, yeah, I know you're talking about. Yeah, that was good. And then he had a uh, he had a little run in uh, Vice Principals, which is an amazing series. Did he really? I yeah, know. yeah, he, had, he did like he did a character in like four episodes. Okay. Um, and then Bill Pickett, who's like the flashy wannabe gunslinger kid. Um, no wait, I got him. Yeah, you got him mixed, mixed up. up. Yeah, no, Bill Pickett's no. kind of the, the wise, wiser like. Yeah, he's like the sniper. Yeah, right. 
Uh, and he was in Justified, lots of TV credits. I, I always just, I mean, quick reference, uh, he was in uh, First Class. He was the one X-Men to get killed. Uh, Darwin. Yeah, Darwin. Yeah, Darwin. Oh, Which, where his, his power was that nothing. He can adapt to, to adapt anything. Except, I guess, energy that yeah, makes he, him explode. He's a X-Men character that shows up in some of the later X-Men comics. Yeah. Uh, and they kind of like retconned him into being one of the first of the X-Men. So, briefly. Someone to, someone <laughs> to kill, briefly, pretty much, yeah. yeah. How do we inter- how do we bring him in? How do we kill somebody? We'll just bring in a character that's not really connected to the actual original first class, and we'll just kill right. him, whatever. But again, yeah, he's uh, he's awesome in this, and that's the better part of like that gang. Um, there is uh, what's her name? Uh, Coffee. Is it? Is, was that's it, yeah. That's Coffee. Her Coffee. Yeah. Yeah. She was like the uh, the right hand to uh, Mary, right? Yep. And uh, surprisingly good performance. Really good m- muted performance, but d- very expressive. Didn't recognize her really from anything that I had seen before. Yeah, no. Um, but but kills it, and I love that there's this kind of unspoken, and you don't know if it's romantic or if it's just uh, like appreciative, uh, like like yeah. almost like sibling style appreciation between her and Mary. Yeah, it's always protective a little bit. Pr- very protective. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and they don't really lean on what it, where it's coming from, like what yeah. the ra- reason is, which I like. I like that they kept it kind of open-ended. They didn't lean in too hard. Definitely like tomboyish and, and you know, they didn't go out hardcore, you know, to, to say that, you know, she was, you know. Oh, she was in Watchmen. That's, uh, I was trying oh, to Oh, was she? Yeah. Which oh, makes okay. sense. Since yeah, right, somebody else right. we're going to bring up in just yeah, a minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, in between the two gangs, we have the great Delroy Lindo as the Marshal uh, Bass Reed. So I, good. I, forgot how, I was like, man, I haven't seen him in anything in like years. I mean, yeah. I mean, obviously he was in Get Shorty. That was yeah. that was super awesome. Uh, what the hell else? We oh, Defy Bloods. That that was recent. And he was in Domino. Uh, what else was he in? Yeah, Heist. That was oh, a good movie. Okay. Underrated. I like oh yeah, heist. yeah, fucking heist. heist. That's uh, David Mamet, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. My favorite one is uh, Dan DeVito's. They're shot by Gene Hackman. He goes, "Don't you want to hear my last words?" And Gene Hackman pulls the shotgun. and goes, "Just did." Pow! <laughs> fucking awesome. Oh my god! I, I was sucking for David Mamet show movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Scripts, so. Oh yeah, yeah. And then we have the uh, uh, the antagonists, uh, which of course is led by uh, Idris Elba, badass the motherfucker. Man. Rufus Buck has he such leans, a presence. He leans. So he's just like, oh, yeah. He, he, oh, like, yeah. this is one of those roles that you can tell he had fun with. Oh, yeah. Just, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no. He got to ham it. Uh, he didn't really ham it up, but he was such a menacing motherfucker. What I feel like, too, recently, he's only been cast as, I mean, with the exception of, you know, Hobbs and Shaw, um, usually the good guy, the good protagonist. Mm-hmm. So sure. it's been a while since he's been able to play, quote, sure. quote, the bad guy. So it looked like he was like, Oh yeah, uh, this feels good. I like this shit. Well, I, just, I would love to see the direction on set where they're just like, and uh, okay, we're ready to shoot, and Idris is smoldering and action. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I really enjoyed his turn in the Suicide Squad. Oh yeah. Oh I definitely. Mean, come on, man. Yeah. Like a, that's kind of a blend. Of, it was. Yeah. You know, he, he was he was rough and gruff, but like still a good guy at heart. But um, and then his two like lieutenants basically. Uh, Trudy Smith, played by Regina King, was yep. fucking awesome. Which Phenomenal. Recently in, in Watchmen, also. Which I didn't realize when I was looking up her credits, she was the voice of Riley throughout the Boondocks. Really? Yeah. Holy I did shit. not know that. I did not know that. Yeah. yeah. I was just like, holy shit. That, that was Riley. And fucking, I love the Boondocks. Man. Oh, fuck yes. That's one of the yes. best animated series 
ever to hit uh, Adult Swim, man. And then we have Cherokee Bill. Uh, Lakeith Stanfield can do no wrong. <laughs> He's amazing in this. Like everybody does a great job, but he stands out in this fucking movie. It's it's where you see an actor that's in his he's in his twenties still, right? Like or or, it, or maybe early thirties. Yeah, he's probably early thirties, yeah. But you he has such a presence about him and such a, a talent as an actor that you know he's gonna be around till he's an old man. Yeah. Um, I mean he he just he has that ability he's gonna be he Lakeith has, Stanfield yes, for a while. He has like an effortless like delivery mm-hmm. that I mean, even his little his little role in Get Out, um, his minor role in Knives Out, mm. they were both great. But like, sorry it's, to bother you. Sorry, sorry to bother you. you. It was one is, of my favorite movies. Oh my that god! Year. Like it was so bananas, and just, and like everything that happened in that movie. <laughs> Watch that movie. Watch that movie. It's fucking bonkers. <laughs> it's how so do we crazy. not cover that here? It, like it's I, so I out know, there, man. I, I was so over the moon by that. <laughs> that's basically the major cast, yeah, right there. Um, but uh, shall we get into the uh, the actual story? Let's sure. do it. All right. So I guess we open with like a scene that takes place in the past. Uh, you have a mother and a father and a young boy. These like sort of villains roll in, murder mom and dad. But it's also that the introduction. It was like every Western trope where the door opens yeah. and like. You just hear the footsteps, yep. and like the dad looks, I makes eye contact. Is like, oh fuck, and he's already pleading, and like that, like, mm-hmm. like, yeah, yeah you, you fucked up, dude. Yeah, yeah, yep. And just like, just, just me, just let the kid and wife go. Like, all instantly, like the the guy has. I don't think he even said anything. No, he doesn't say a fucking word. No, the dad's just pleading with him. That's how badass you know he is. And I recognize yeah. and all you that see actor. Is the I forget two, his name, but like the yeah. two gold guns popped out and mm-hmm. i'm just like every fucking amazing yep. western trope yep. is just in the first two minutes like here you go all right bang dead bang dead and the kid gets a cross he's spared but he gets a cross cut into his we forehead. see the henchman with the uh scorpion tattoo what is yeah it, holding the kid down the scorpion yeah. hand tattoo yeah, yeah. and yep. then you see razor blade to the forehead and then it says a time later I love that. They're just a they, time. Yeah, there's yeah. like we're not giving you any actual year reference, but some time later. I think so. they say some time later that it's like it was like, it was like twenty years. <laughs> yeah, but like, I like that. It was just like yeah, you know, time has passed. We yep. we don't need to tell you how much. That just means that the scriptwriters and the director they were like, we're not trying to make this time appropriate. Like we're <laughs> yeah. we're gonna be all over the place. Well, it's, it's in the west. It also I think is to set up for the reveal right. at the very end. Yeah. So. Yeah. So then we have current day when it whenever you know did the rest of the story happens and uh i want to say does it, the next scene is that when nat finds cortez he's yeah he's at the church yeah fucking cortez comes in Who? and he's and, and again this is all the first like five minutes just a setup like i don't even think we get to the like the train the yet. title the, no. the title till after this which is perfect yeah 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 cuz pretty much he's talking about motherfucker with the scorpion tattoo and kills the fuck out of him. Oh, like, yeah. yeah. And Big right time. there. And not just one couple couple shots. I mean, just literally annihilates the fuck out of him. Yep. And then, bam, title card. Yep. <laughs> the harder they fall. Yeah. They, they were wasting no time making sure that you knew what kind of movie you were going to get yeah. involved in here. This is a revenge story. It's in your face. <laughs> <laughs> And then we immediately after that we we get introduced to 
the villain henchmen who are basically going to ro- you think they're going to rob a train yeah but they're not robbing a train they're springing the head bad dude uh rufus That's, from his captivity well, he's and being transported even a, there's right? even a like a nice little twist at the end of that scene as well that it totally changes the dynamic yeah where they're actually legit with what they're doing which is the, a for a twist to happen that early in a film yeah was because you're like oh they're so, just gonna fuck up some p- murder rape pillage like no they're li- trying to make an actual like life they're like go the easy route and you know find this town and shit like that like yeah yeah kind of throws you off a little bit it does well but, especially after that they got actual legal clearance to murder that group yeah. of like soldiers on that train to legally like that their boss is free and clear like he, yep. he no longer is wanted by the law like their trade-off is like murder all these soldiers that are like doing dirty and then you get your big bad back yeah and they're like cool and but that didn't show up until after they murdered like half the soldiers I do anyway. like before they even get to the point though where they're getting them out you get little showcases like where like Trudy is literally on a horse that makes the train stop and the engineer gets out and like what are you and just instantly hit the engineer's head explodes just yep. gunshot there yep and then you get fucking uh, uh Cherokee Bill who is very calm and this is where again his performance is basically oh. he's walking through he says just sit down don't do anything stupid yep we're gonna fucking kill you we got guns don't do anything and of course you get the one guy giant motherfucker with a beard stands up he's like I'm not allowing this and Cherokee Bill pulls out a knife and just cuts his legs like five times so fast oh. moves and you're like and the guy, yeah, yeah <laughs> fucked him up. And you're like, it just smooth, just didn't even react, didn't even talk shit, just looked down, and went, all right, pulled the knife, fucked him up. Yep. And that's when they, and I'm like, this is little intros to let you know how badass these mm-hmm. motherfuckers are. Yep. And they, uh, when they, when they bust his ass out, like he has the slow motion walk <laughs> as as they're murdering all the fucking oh, like, soldiers. Like literally every one of his scenes is slow motion, just like you were saying, like smoldering, like just yep. like let's make you as bad as slow motion, like just yeah. So <laughs> So now we have introduced all the major players but in, in this. I uh, do love that they set up movie. just how badass his like contingency is. Oh yeah. And so you you just know by relation that it these badasses are listening to him yep. without him having to do a goddamn thing. Right. You already know just how badass this dude yeah, is. Yeah, like they don't fuck around and they're like, what do you need us to do next, sir? Yeah. That tells you right there. <laughs> oh. He's got a whole like bag full of fucked up shit he can oh. do. Oh, yeah, no. Idris Elba, he, he owns every scene. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> he just does that. But then um, we find out, I guess, um, he had been collecting money and this right. is where we get our... Our main protagonist, who right, right. So apparently he had like twenty five grand that he was transporting back to this town that he intended to go back to 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 run. You know, when he got sprung, and lo and behold, our our other gang, the good guy gang, Jack's we'll called we'll call the Love Gang. Yeah, yeah, love the Love Gang. gang. Yeah, yeah, yeah we'll love. love Gang. Yeah, Love Gang. Love Gang jacks the money, or at least the, the two minor guys, right? Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, they 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 rob, I guess they robbed the bank, and then as they're getting away, then it's an ambush, and which a sniper yep. motherfucker takes out some other people, and yeah. yeah, they're like, do you know who this money is, you know, supposed to go to? And they're like, we don't fucking care, and already a build up. So there you go. 
And that money was meant to build back up his, you know, his empire in Redwood, which is his town. Like, like Rufus Black's town is like a all black town that he he used to run, and he left a, a like a lieutenant in charge of it, <laughs> Wiley. Right? Oh, we'll get to we'll get to him real quick. I do want to throw out there: they do leave one of the Red Hood gang. Yep. Uh, right. We've had to bring him up. Fucking Damon Wayne Jr. Damon Wayne Jr. <laughs> Holy shit. That one caught me off guard a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Because he's talking before they took that. And I was like, is that? I, I recognize the voice. Yeah. And then, yeah. And that's where you get pretty much kind of our inter- main introduction that. to. Uh, I didn't even catch that. that. That's who it was. Yeah. <laughs> they loved pretty much coming in and just telling them, like, look, we're keeping the money. Go fuck off. I'm going to let you know. I'll let you live. Just pass the word. Yeah. Like, as Westerns have a tendency to do, like, I'm not going to kill you, but let them know I'm coming for them. Yep. <laughs> and hell's coming yeah, with me. Exactly. Yeah. Right. It's, it's, it's bear hugs, every trope. I fucking love it. Yeah. So then we, uh, we get introduced to the Marshall character that basically, uh, gets, uh, Nate, or Nat. Well, before that, we get introduced to the ex or. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And she, yeah. Because he goes to, Nate goes into town, not Redwood, but the other one, and there's his ex, and yep. she gives him a nice kiss, and then fucking knocks the fuck out of him. Yep. Yep. <laughs> and they had a thing, obviously, for a while. She runs a whole bunch of saloons. Yeah. Like, you know, brothels and saloons. And yeah, they, she's like a, um, like a low-level celebrity at this point. Yeah, she's where doing she, well. she got, like, signs everywhere. They even talk about it later in the film that, like, she is so visible because people know her face from these, like billboards basically around yep. yes i would li- also like to know that face yeah right, anyhow let's continue sorry sorry oh. <laughs> sassy beats i mean ah, yes Damn. oh like the, the, it's unfair <laughs> like because she's she's funny she's charming she's gorgeous um and she's and, been a superhero movie i and, mean and a very talented actress in yeah. her own right too yeah it's unfair she, be- she better be in deadpool 3 oh she will be she will be yeah, yeah. good See, that's how we're already off we're off the rails just talking about her. Just yeah, her presence in this movie. <laughs> All right, let's get back into the yeah, actual yeah. plot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. after that is then when the uh, Marshall shows up. Yeah. Played by... Uh, uh, Delroy Lindo. Yeah. Yeah. It, he does... It's Again, we talked about it, but, man, I, for, I forgot about him. And I'm like, oh, man, he is, he's usually really fucking good in the movies he's in. Yeah, no, he, he commands a presence, too, you know? Like, I, I dig him, you know? Um, he basically gets... Uh, Nat out of there, as if he take him, as take if, him in, as if he's arresting him. Yeah, and but he has other plans, like because they end up meeting up with the rest of his gang. <laughs> I think were they, were they trying to get him out, and he's like, "No, nah, I was I was trying to protect y'all by yep. being quote quote you know taken in by the marshal, oh, man. Get y'all out of this. This is my fucking battle." Well, and yeah. then uh, Mary shows up, or uh, Zazie beats, and she's like, "Do you think I fell for that bullshit? Yeah, like I, I know what's you going know on. I owed a bunch of shit. Like <laughs> I pick up on bullshit pretty fast. Yeah. All right." <laughs> and basically, yeah, the whole the whole crew is like, "No, we're going with you on this. It's not just you going after you know Rufus, and uh, you know this vengeance run. Like we do this shit as a, as a crew." And that leans on so many not only Western tropes. 
but just like uh, oh, yeah. like crime caper tropes of like the, the gang getting yeah. back together, or like or the the cop that's had enough with the the like the real big bad criminal, so he teams up with other criminals to get <laughs> the yeah. That's I mean, well, well uh, the, uh, that's the, a classic. The classic trope is that like no, no, I'm going, I'm doing this on my own, and everybody's like, no, you're not, no, you're not. This the, this could get you killed. I know the risk. <laughs> yeah, right. every possible like. We're still. You have my bow. You have my axe. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Every one of them. One of the best lines happens in this conversation when uh, the marshal is like, they're talking about Rufus being the devil, and he's like, "I've seen the devil, and Rufus Buck ain't him. <laughs> the devil's white." Oh and man! I just fucking lost my shit right now. I was like, "Yep, yeah, yep, all right, there we go." Mind you, during some of this dialogue too, um, we haven't brought it up yet, but the fucking soundtrack. Oh, it, oh, the soundtrack kicks. It Perfect. does. And literally when they say the line, and then I can't remember what song it is, but it kicks into this amazing fucking beat. I was like, of course, the devil is white. Cue in music. I was like, yes, yes. Yep. It, this movie would not have been half as good if it didn't have that fucking soundtrack. Yeah. Because uh, literally I know like, a lot of, it I mean, just energized so many sequences. Like, For what I understand, I mean, the soundtrack's not even coming out till. December on vinyl, like well, there's been so many people requesting that. Damn, so, yeah, well, that's, I'll get it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know you will. <laughs> Fuck yeah, I will. The soundtrack horror over here, yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, now so. I can't remember who is the person currently in charge of Redwood when uh, the gang comes in. So this was the, a guy named Wiley, who I guess was an old lieutenant of uh, Rufus. Yeah, but he had kind of taken over the town, and he was reticent to. To give up his control, and yeah, like his establishing scene is him like, you think he's talking to Rufus, you know, you can, yep, you can take your ass out of this town, <laughs> blah blah blah, talking all like being like, hard ass, like hard ass, yeah. and then somebody knocks on the door, <laughs> it's like, oh, he's just talking to nobody, and then it's like, oh. <laughs> like oh, I actually have to do this now. But you can tell he's kind of controlled the town, like yeah, with a little bit of like intimidation right. and like. You pay me for protection, and all that money I get paid for protection—that's all going to go in my fucking teeth. As like he literally has just a cr- like gold, like a whole set of gold. Yeah, teeth. he has a western version of a grill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like all gold teeth. <laughs> and basically, this town—it uh, is—it's all African Americans, which is a weird thing for to think about in the West. But the reason for it is that you know the. It was meant to be a place where they could be, which will come into play later when, yes. we, when we get to the white town, <laughs> which is, oh, my God. The, the white town. Oh, my God. And it's, the fact that the way they set it up to where it's like we're going to a white town and then everything is painted white. Like yeah. everything, like the fucking the the carriages, like, oh, fucking my God. Barrels. I don't even the remember street. the name of it, but it might as well have been Mayberry. Yeah. There was right. something with an M. Whitey White Town. And then just like <laughs> underneath it said the White Town. Yeah. <laughs> In parentheses. Welcome to White Bread. I died when I saw that. But, so, uh, yeah. Well, I was going to say, so Rufus rolls back in town. He says, hey, I'm back. I'm back. And, you know, you did a great job for me. Um, I'm back. You know what that means? And Dude Bands tries to puff his chest a little bit. You know, like, no, no. I mean, again, we already said this. We all know he's that he's fucking badass, and we haven't seen it yet. But he has a scene where he then walks out, and he just has a smile, and then he comes at the Wiley comes. Wiley out. takes a shot at him, hits yeah. him once in the face, and he's like, "All right, well, that's all I needed." <laughs> and then 
the fucking in the center of town, fucking beat down, and holy shit, he's having like he like Bucky's having so much fucking fun with this shit, and he says the line that I love, where literally he's like he's like how much that how much how much how much did all that gold cost you? He's like let's get some of that out, and fucking kicks the shit out of him, pops out, he goes oh shit struck gold. He and fucking pistol whips his gold teeth God out. Damn, he's like just, the the old west version of that scene in Goodfellas, <laughs> where he just like pistol whips the ever living yes. fuck and he just, out but of he keeps dude. taking out fucking gold teeth, and I'm just like, wow, over and over again. But you know, he he, you know, Rufus, you know, as bad as he is, he has a code. Yeah, you know, he has a personal code, and he doesn't kill Wiley. Doesn't he give one of the gold teeth to like a kid? Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. Like, hey, kid, come, <laughs> he's like, kid, come grab these. Your family's rich now. Here you go. And uh, he lets Wiley go, but you, you had to go. Yeah, that'll come into play later, I guess. Well, I think he says you get out immediately, or you're fucking dead. <laughs> you're dead where you lay. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, all right, all right. I'm Which it does out. make sense. This is a dude that he has been kind of quote unquote protecting the town for years while uh, well, bucks away. I don't think he was expecting Buck to come back. No, he wasn't. Yeah. And so he had settled in as being the guy that's like the king shit of fuck mountain yeah. of this town. Yeah. And so when Buck comes back, he's so used to being in charge that even when Buck, who he knows, can fuck him up, it's still like... He had to play the role. No. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to... I'm, I'm, like I said, puff his chest out. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm in charge. Oh, well, it turns yeah. out you're the beta to the alpha. Yeah. Exactly. That's how it is. It was a very quickly taught lesson. And uh, it becomes very clear that um, Rufus takes control and basically lets everyone know that he's going to run this town. Everyone's going to have protection, have a good life, but they need to they need to get all their money together and give it to him. He yeah. can take care of them, yeah. but all the money... It's One like, guy stands up and he just fucking murders that dude. Yeah, he does. <laughs> Straight up. Just like, what's your name? James. Bam. Rest in peace, James. <laughs> I was like, fuck yeah. It's fucking awesome. I, yeah, just... And, and, uh, anybody else? Any, no, no, nobody? Okay, no. yeah. And that's that's how you control a town. Just, all right, like, first yeah. guy down and everybody else is going to shut the fuck up. Yeah, yeah. Here's all you and your loved ones will burn if you don't fucking comply. And there's a way he says it where, like, as he's telling people this, just like, you know I'm telling the truth. Like... Don't yeah. Oh, yeah. fucking test me. Yeah. Yeah. So uh so he's he's got Redwood. That's his that's his town again. Like right then. <laughs> it's like and of course he's he's getting this money because um you know he lost that twenty five thousand that was stolen by the other guys. The love gang. Which they at this point gang. he doesn't know that it's the love game that gang that stole it, right? He just knows no. that that his yeah, that, that, guys got, his like, guys got robbed, raided. Yeah. 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 But he, he gotta make that money. Damon Wayne's Jr. fucking makes it back to him. Yep. Damon Wayne's Jr. <laughs> here here. I know he has a character name. I'm just going to keep calling him. Yeah, that's Damon Wayne's Jr. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, I got to say, that's the one character that kind of took me out a little bit. Because a little it's, bit. Because yeah. it's Damon Wayne's Jr. and he's doing full Damon Wayne's Jr. So he's just like, ah, man, I don't. It's... He's got his dad's voice already. Yeah. And if you watched enough of either, um, God damn it. What's the in living sit- color? <laughs> well, not, I'm not even the sitcoms. He was in um, a couple different ones. Oh, oh well, Junior was in uh, Happy Endings. Was one. Yeah, Happy Endings, and, and then, oh, there was another one too. Yeah, it was Zoe Deschanel that I'm drawing. Oh, uh, the new uh, new girl, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 Ah, okay. which I didn't watch that much of that, but I've seen him in enough other things. Other guys. He's the he's the other cop. Oh, right, 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 right. right, yeah. right. But 
Yeah, he's definitely the only person that is a little distracting. Yep. Yep. That's not to say he did a bad job. It's just that, like, all the other characters were able to kind of, like, morph into their personas, whereas he was still kind of him. He's with comedy, not so much being a badass. And this was definitely funny as shit. This movie is funny, but it's a action western with some funny elements, whereas he is funny, and, you know, that's the first (laughs) part. Yep. So... So, yeah, the Love Gang meets up with a busted-ass face, Wiley, on the road. Yeah, he gives them a little bit of information, and uh, he, he'll come back into play a little later. But they basically get to the town, and they're off on the ridge outside of it, like, all right, what, what the fuck are we going to do? Um, I still don't understand the, the plan, which is Mary's well, like... It's a bad plan. It's a terrible plan. It's yeah. like, well, they know all any of, us, any of us show up there. I think the point she makes is like, any of you show up there, they'll know what, you, what you're up to. I can go out there and scout. And it's the literally dumbest plan ever. Yeah. Well, because <laughs> she rolls up and it, obviously she runs into fucking, what's her name, Trudy first or whatever. Yeah. And there's already bad blood between them. Oh, We're yeah. talking mad shit to each other. I mean, she literally rolls into town and just gets a bunch of guns pointed at her. Yeah. So she rolls into the freaking uh, saloon, which had a crazy, like, half-naked Smurf lady <laughs> dancing. <laughs> what the fuck was that shit? It's red. That's how we're. That's how it rolls, man. All right. What happens in in Redwood <laughs> stays in Redwood. Redwood. Yeah, apparently. Exactly. <laughs> they had like a like a proto jazz. It was in there. a little weird. Yeah. It was yeah. Like, all right. Well, you guys do a saloon the way you want to. You know. But I love it that she goes in and she's like, I, I want to talk to Rufus. And immediately uh, Trudy starts talking. She's like, you don't fucking matter. I'm not talking to the, the fucking hench dog. I'm talking to the help. I yeah, think she the says help. the yeah. help. She's just talking down Fuck. to her. And she's like, I, I'm not talking to you. I'm talk- I want to talk to him. I want to talk to the main. But it's so transparent because she's so connected with uh, Nate that he goes, is it Nat or Nate? Nat or Nate. Nat Love. Right? Nat Love, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, Nat. yeah. But he, she's already connected so much to that that he's just like, are you fucking stupid? You, <laughs> really? You just came in town like this? It's literally the dumbest plan. And she, like, thank you for giving me now leverage. I now have leverage. Yeah. Thank you for just presenting me leverage. She she gives this line about how she wants to buy the saloon because she's, a, she's a, like a really uh, successful yeah. like brothel owner or whatever. And... Like he just sees right through it, and she catches a freaking butt of a shotgun to the oh, face, man. and like, a and second. who gave it to her? Trudy. Yeah, oh, yeah. she was waiting. She had that treacherous. Like, she was just, well, she's just probably looking at Rufus like, give, give me the sign, because they all the, the entire she's like room, vibrating next. Yeah. To her, like, please. The entire room knows <laughs> this is just a setup. When do I get to knock her the fuck out? Yep. It's like, all right, go ahead, pop. All right, boom. There it is. And then, well, she didn't come back. Yep. So well, hold on. Because there's a, before we get to Love coming in town, there's a really strong part of dialogue from Trudy and... uh, Oh, yeah. Where she's just telling this kind of story about, like, how, to kind of explain how badass she is. Oh, her sister, yeah. And she talked about her sister, and then she had to take care of her sister, and then one day this shitty-ass kid came up and fucking, like, was fucked with her sister, made her sister fall down, hurt herself, and... The dad came home and was like, why didn't you protect your sister? That's your job. And beat the shit out of her. And then went over to, which is still pretty hardcore, over to the kid's house who had 
made her sister have the accident right. to teach her a lesson too. Come to find out that her whole girl's family is crying and outside because she got fucking murdered by fucking Trudy. Like, I, I, yeah, like, holy shit. The yep. way and the way she's telling it, it has such a close to almost Tarantino beat to yeah. it. Like, yeah, like no. you could almost take that dialogue and put it in something like uh, he's done recently. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was so fucking good. She's just like, and that kid was fucking dead. I fucking murdered, and that's what I protect my shit. I stand by it, and pretty much like, bitch, y'all aren't coming in here and taking our fucking town. And if you're gonna get an actress to deliver something like a, a dialogue that that's that's that strong. Yeah. Regina King's the one to do. Yeah. Like she like, she brought it. That this the one I just brought up and then the reveal at the very end. Both lines of just set up dialogue are fucking really on point. Yeah. Yeah they are. And then I love the fact that uh Mary's as he beats is just like yeah, I don't care about that. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think she just, says fuck your sister or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, she's like shut she's down. Down. <laughs> after all that she's like fuck your sister. Just shuts it down. And then legit, like she starts getting strangled by like one of the goons. Yeah, she's like, "All right, you know, we're Tr- done." Trudy's like, "All right, take her out." And and she starts getting. I, I thought legit they were gonna kill her off. Yeah. Oh I yeah. Was like, oh fuck. Oh fuck. And then she's like, "Oh, not yet." There's a couple times where you're like, and they're like, "All right, fucking waste her." And you're like, "Well, I guess this is how Mary fucking dies." Like, because when she's getting choked, I mean, when they tell her to stop, they pull it out, and you can see the rope. Oh like, yeah, yeah. Like indentations in her fucking neck. Like they weren't just kind of fucking with her. They were playing to. And they had. Oh, they were, they were very her. close to fridging her. Yeah, yeah. It was like it was like that uh, the scene in uh, No Country for Old Men where they had a shot of like her boots. Oh yes. man, on yes. the floor. Like going back and forth, I was like, "Oh shit, it's going down!" <laughs> but no, she spared, she spared it because she knew what was coming. Well, plus, I mean, they they want that money back, and exactly that she's the only leverage. She's bait, yeah. yeah. And as predictable as it was, there was even the line when Nat fucking rolls into town. It's like Nat Loaf, how predictable. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, ah. That's what I was thinking in my brain. Yep. So he gets his ass captured. Like, yeah, immediately. Not really well planned out no. at all. Like, he's like, I'm going to get my woman. Should we come with you? No, no, I got it. That's fine. And yeah. then next scene is him fucking tied up, fucking getting the shit beat getting out Getting used of him. as a punching bag by, yeah. like, a goon. Like, Jesus. Do, do, do. And she's that watching. was a vicious beating he was taking too. Oh, yeah, like yeah, that, yeah. that was well filmed. You felt those punches when he was uh-huh. getting hit. Holy oh, shit! Oh yeah, his whole body was red. Like, and of course he's he's uh he's been getting cut lately because uh, he's going to be in the the third Creed movie, right? I think that's yeah he? yeah I think yeah that, I didn't know that. right. That's he's awesome. going to be the bad guy. Yeah, fucking up uh, the other one. <laughs> <laughs> Apollo Creed's son. Yeah, <laughs> Creed. Oh, Michael Creed B. Deuce. Yeah, yeah Creed Deuce. Uh, Adonis. Is it Adonis Creed? I, I forget. I think so. I think it's Adonis Creed. I've, I've only watched the first one. I, I hadn't watched the second one. So. Uh, Amy is obsessed with the Rocky movies and also the Creed movies <laughs> as well. So. Oh, nice. really? Oh, yeah. That's like a whole thing. All right. So, I mean, Rocky Three then is her favorite, right? Because No. What, what do you mean? It's Mr. T and Hulk Hogan. I know. In a I Rocky know. movie. We'll get on it. All right. We'll, well get on the rails on this. We'll four discuss is, another four time. is still the best. <laughs> four is good, but it doesn't have thunder lips. All right? <laughs> I will Thunder break lips. you. <laughs> no, Thunderlips. Hulk Hogan's character's name is the most ridiculous thing in any Rocky movie. Thunderlips is I pretty good. Fucking love yeah. it. It is pretty stupid. I, I do love those movies. Uh, so then uh, Rufus 
shows up ominous as fuck like the whole sequence of him just like walking around him and and showing up right in front of him the nemesis to nap and he gives him an ultimatum you know well first off i mean we were trying to figure out does he know who that is like does he know the relation because it never really comes up all he knows is your gang fucking stole my money Mm -hmm. right i mean like but I, I kept waiting to see if, like, he knew what relation. Well, that, that's what comes out. Yeah. You know, and, and he basically tells him, like, you know, do you know why I put the cross in your forehead? <laughs> it's it's so that when you came back yeah, years I later, oh, so I good. would know who you were. God damn. Like, when, when the inevitable revenge, which also, by the way, they, they keep I keep hear, seeing posts about you know or articles about Quentin Tarantino actually considering a Kill Bill three, which would most likely feature the young daughter. Yep. Oh yeah. Going we after all know. the bride. Oh, Kill the bride. If you yeah. feel wronged, if you feel wronged, then yeah, you yeah, know. When you grow up, you come after me. Yeah. And uh, when did Kill Bill come out? Like two thousand three. Yeah, something like so that. So it's it's about her at the age. Yeah. God damn. Oh, dude. <laughs> they should cast Zazzy Beats as that. Zazzy Beats? Zazzy Beats is that. Uh, yeah. Come yeah, on. Exactly. Come on. We'll cover that too. Ooh. Man. Please, 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 yeah. please, please. Uh, but I did so, love that that switch that it's like it's not to like punish him so much as that so that uh that he has a heads up yeah. when yeah. he knows. Yeah. But you know, he, he says you stole from me and I want the twenty five thousand back and I want ten thousand more. In three days, I don't care how you get it. <laughs> if not, Mary dies. Yeah. So that's the predicament. Which, you know, and they let Nat go, and he goes back to his crew, and the marshal's not super stoked about the fact that As they're going to As he's supposed to, to be, protect, you know, lawman. Yeah, he's like, lawman. I need to rob a fucking bank to get this fucking money, or she's fucking dead. And that leads us to their plan, which is, well, the only only place we can get that is a white is a white town, which is the greatest the, fucking thing I've ever seen. It was such a fucking joke for the audience, um, and I was here for it one hundred fucking percent. It was so fucking funny. Um, I uh, j- just that, and it was a hard. Um, like, uh, like fade in into uh, White Town, where it's like uh, going to White Town, boom, White yeah. Town, <laughs> and <laughs> literally White Town, yeah, like, because the entire town is painted white, and like even all the signs. I went back and watched it a few times. All the signs are like <laughs> ivory, and like like all, all, all the every sign is just like white, something white. I, I love it white. so much. Oh, that was such a fun and it's smart just, little. The color palette is all bleached out. And it's the whitest white people you could ever imagine. They go into this bank. First of all, he gets uh, coffee, like the tomboy, like right hand to to Mary, to put a dress on. Oh man! And then she is wants nothing to do because yeah, she's very tomboy. The hair up in the hat, like yeah. And he's like put it on, and I remember she drops her clothes and like what's uh the flashy one? What what was his name? Uh. 
Jim. Yeah. Uh, like the gunslinger kid. He's like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was like, I thought I was like falling for a dude. Like none of you had that. <laughs> <laughs> and nobody says anything, which is great. He's like, y'all y'all knew, right? Y'all, wait. Y'all knew? No, oh, no. it was just, just me? Like, <laughs> feeling very awkward? <laughs> so funny. Oh, he had some good lines. He was the eager gunslinger, you know, that really wanted to like. Well, and, and they set up prove like himself, that you know? he has heard that uh, Cherokee uh, Bill is yeah. the fastest gun. So yeah. his whole thing is is that, look, I'm going with you, but when he's there, I'm gonna have I'm gonna have my moment, right? Which we will get into later. Oh, <laughs> brilliant! So they're gonna rob a bank in White Town. Yep. Which whatever the fuck it was called again. It still had in parentheses a white town. Yeah. Under the name of the town. <laughs> which is Mayflower or Mayberry or some bullshit. Yeah, yeah. It's like whatever you shit. want to call it. Yeah. So they roll into this bank and it's like everything's white. All the people are super white, pale. I think it's Pastyberg, I think is what Pastyberg yeah. <laughs> is the Yeah. <laughs> and um we got coffee walks up in her big red dress, and she's up not to the nearly as confident because she's wearing a dress right there. She feels awkward as shit. Oh yeah, she looks very like you know timid, timid, and yeah. and she comes up. She's, can I? Yeah, can I get a? I want to withdraw, and like the teller is so fucking shitty, just racist. It's starts racist. She's laughing. Like, oh, in her what do you face. want? What do you want? And you're like, you have to have an account, darling. Yeah. Just very condescending and shitty. And then she fucked up though. And then like it, it was a perfect comedy moment because she starts reaching down under her dress and like fiddles with it for a while because there's <laughs> so much dress she's yeah. not used to, and finally produces a pistol and it's just like, no, I'm making a withdrawal. And then she got fucking hardcore. Now she's like, bitch, like yeah, let's yep. yeah. Now she's got that gun. She's mm-hmm. confident, like yeah. And they rob the fuck out of that place. And Matt pulls out two guns and is staring everybody down, and you know, which is a great scene. Intimidates. You, you kind of like, had that like that Mexican that, that yeah. standoff for a second because as soon as she oh pulls, my call, God, pulls out was... her gun, then you have the the two guys pull out their guns, and there's then you've got other gang members from the Love Gang pulling out their guns, and it's just like, no, 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 we outgun you. You know, like we'll fucking kill the shit well, out of you. That moment where there's the 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 white dude with the gun, where he talks him down from pointing his gun, being like, you know, like you're nervous. Yeah. Oh yeah. Which yeah, means yeah. you're gonna pause. I'm not nervous. Yeah. Which means you're gonna die. So you've got to make your choice now. Do you want to like stand up and be a hero and die, or do you <laughs> just gotta and. Is that like people have this misnomer or this misunderstanding that robbing banks is hard? Robbing banks is easy. Doing it without killing folk is where yep. it's hard. <laughs> Mwah! Exactly. Chef's kiss. That was a great fucking scene. Fucking great. Talks the dude down. They fucking roll out. Obviously, like the town is alerted, and you know the law people start coming out and shooting at them, and they've got cover. They get the fuck away. Perfect. Perfect job. Yep. So they got the money. Uh, they're ready to go back and and do the deal, but they meet up with Wiley, who has who, like got a bunch of stash. You know, he said Rufus had, had hidden weapons and and dynamite and all kinds of stuff. A lot all of over dynamite, the place. yeah, a all, lot of dynamite all over the place, <laughs> and little hidey holes and and like a wagon full of like just badass shit. So they're ready, and now it's time. It's time to uh. To do the deal, we're going into that the big final showdown. showdown. Big showdown, mm, mm, mm. And, and already at this point, we've seen great shootouts. We've seen great like stand down moments, great dialogue. Dialogue, yeah. Um, there was never a point where I felt that it like 
slowed down or just kind of felt like filler moments right. in it. It, it. There was as a really they're, good pacing. As they're going to town, I had that tombstone moment. Yeah. Where you're like, all right, yep. here we go. We're, we're now matching up certain characters from certain gangs with other characters from other gangs. Like, all that setup that you mm -hmm. have at Tombstone is happening in this movie. That I was like, or, fuck yes. That or like uh, the end of Silverado or something yeah, yeah. like that. Yeah, Where they're like rolling in and um, they've got a wagon. They're all rolling into town. And you're trying to figure out how, like, this is an entire town of people that are against them. Like, how are they going to get the upper hand here? <laughs> yeah. Which you know means hijinks. Like, there's no oh, way there's yeah. not going to be fucking hijinks happening. There's going to be some wackety-schmackety shit that happens. <laughs> and just like, hmm. And I want to say, it w w I think it was Nat, you know, came face-to-face -face with, um, with Cherokee Bill, and he was like, all right, walk with me, walk with me. <laughs> As they walk away from, from the from the wagon that they that they set, you know, like on the side of the street. And the big dude who I think was had used Been, Nat as a punching bag yeah. was the one near it. Of course, that fucking thing explodes. Yeah. Blew his fucking arm clear off. Oh, yeah. And I love that because his arm's just sitting Duh. in the middle of uh, the street, <laughs> just like. And it's like, boom, that shit happens. Uh, it gets a little tense, but like, you know, they're like, all right, so we're serious. Here's how it's going to go. You know, they had a second wagon. There's all the money. However, we're going to blow that shit up if you don't deliver our girl. Right? That was basically the plan. Yeah, yeah the, and the plan's working out. I mean, like, they bring her out. Like, mm -hmm. it, yep. it's it's set up. Yeah, and then, what the fuck's his name? Oh, was the, like, the, the fucking gunslinger kid. He's like, hold on, hold Jim. on. I know everybody came here with their own agenda. My agenda <laughs> is that motherfucker, Cherokee Bill... We are going to have a draw, all right? Oh. Where it's going to fucking happen. Because, again, the plan's worked out. Like, the, pretty much the exchange is about it's to fucking happen. It's always the try-hard that fucks shit up. Exactly. Yeah. But he's just like, no, 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 yeah. no. Before we fucking walk away from this, my, this is my opportunity. I want that I want that fucking opportunity with with Cherokee Bill. And Lakeith Stanfield, yeah, Cherokee Bill was like, you don't want to do this. Yeah. And he's trying to talk him down from it. But, like, he's like, okay, well, then... Make a count. Yep. <laughs> count down. And he starts. And, and you know, he's, Jim he's is just like, his gun. He's got the one bullet. He's like dropped all the bullets out. Put the one bullet in. Like yeah, the bullet that bullet. has his name on yeah, it. Yeah, has his shit. name on yeah. it. He, it. It sets you up. Oh yeah. And it's he sets like, you up. All right. And he's like super slow. Like five, four. As he's fiddling with the gun, gets down to three and gets shot in the face. Yep. <laughs> and I was like, I knew it. I yeah. knew yeah. it was going to cut. And then it cuts back to fucking Cherokee Bill. And he's just like, everybody always wants to count so goddamn slow or like something like <laughs> now, that. Now, if there's any trope that comes from both Westerns and uh, and exploitation films and yep. crime capers, there is one thing that is tried and true that is used in almost every single one of them is that you are rooting for the bad guys to a degree, but there's little things they do that informs you that they're bad. Like they that they play yes. they don't play fair. They don't have the morality that the other people do. Correct. And that's that moment where Lakeith Stanfield is like, oh, no, I don't play by the rules. I've lived I, for this long. Yeah, like, what, what did I, you yeah, think? Exactly. I mean, like, I'm part of a gang. I Which mean, then like, sets you up where, like, oh, okay, cool. So, like, even though he's an amazing character, like, he, he has to die. Yeah. Because he, he doesn't, he, he doesn't he have honor. Yeah. Well, he, they brought it up early on. He's like, the only way you win is you shoot a motherfucker in their back. Like, yeah. that's, that's how you do. And then you get to... 
Is it right after that where he pulls the gun on, uh, on, goddamn, on love? I believe. Yeah, Nat. Nat? Yeah, yeah. He pulls the gun, and then right behind him is yep. uh, yeah, and that was an amazing shot because it's like behind, behind. Unless that happened beforehand, but it's still. Like, it's where the standoff turns into utter chaos. Yeah, yeah. Which uh, we will right then and there, as soon as he gets shot in the face, all fucking hell breaks loose. Yep, all and right. it's all set up because you got Pickett like at the sniper range and yep. shit. Yeah, he's he's uh, he's sniping motherfuckers. Everyone's shooting at everybody. And uh, what do we got? We got Mary and Trudy on like, the other end of the thoroughfare. Yeah, yeah, and they. Uh, <laughs> Coffee pulls out two guns and shoots the two guys on either side of Mary. That's right. And then, uh, you know, in the chaos, she grabs a gun off one of the dead bodies. And she and Trudy are shooting at each other. They don't hit anything. And then they start. Then they run off after each other. And we get the best fucking fight of the Just movie. going throughout the town, beating the shit at each other. They end up in this, like, uh, I guess, barn or whatever. Well, like, it, it's got, like... Fabrics and stuff in there, but then they get to another part where there's like dead, like skin cows or something, right? Yeah, it's like it's a big ass barn, and they just fight with everything they can get their hands on. Which is so fucking badass. There's a there's there's a point where like there's like horseshoe that gets thrown like a (laughs) knife. Oh my god, that was the best when it stuck into the wood. And she does the thing where she turns and sees like that how close it was. Yeah, where like even her is just like oh shit, like that (laughs) was impressive. Fucking Trudy has a fucking switchblade on a on a chain she's like like you know it's fucking amazing there's a pitchfork involved it's, it's a fucking brutal <laughs> ass fight it goes and, on and like for i was like saying five like, minutes. this is where you get like matching up gang member versus gang member oh, yeah. like yeah mm-hmm. and i love that throughout this movie it's yeah as we've talked about you're setting up who's each other's like mirror image in the yeah. gang you yeah know, you've got you know, you got trudy and uh and zazzy beats or mary and uh and you've got the gunslingers, like everybody's got their equal. Yeah. And the right. only two people that have not really had a chance to have that standoff at this point is uh, Nat and uh, and Buck and Buck. Yeah. 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 But I like how we get to pick it. Like he took out a bunch of motherfuckers. And well, actually, let's before we get into that, we get to Wiley coming back. Yes. And he's like, all right, I'm just going to come back, take revenge take back over what was mine. So he makes it back into the house where Buck is. And, and he's got dynamite. Yeah, and he he's fucking shooting motherfuckers. And he's like, I'm going to take back this house. He's got the dynamite. Fucking <laughs> Buck was like, all right. And just shoots him right in the fucking dynamite. It just fucking explodes. Blows his ass yep. up. God damn. He, he, did, he did throw a, one stick of dynamite at some of the goons and yeah. like blew them up. But, but that's yeah. what I'm saying. So he took out a few people and then, but no, no. Yeah. Blew the fuck up. And the sniper guy, what's his nuts? Uh, uh, Pickett. Bill, Bill Pickett. Yeah. Uh, he was the one that shot the dynamite where the money was, right? Yep, sure. Yep. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, we didn't bring that up. Blew that. the money up. Yeah, so, so fuck your mo- money too, bitches. Money is just showering down. <laughs> yeah, it's all on fire. Yeah, fucking. Which it, it is uh, something we missed that the initial explosion of the first carriage Part of the reason for that was to get all of the town folk to leave the area, yeah, so that right. there weren't innocent people yeah. involved. And we're they trying even to said, the, "Like now, it's just you and us." Yeah, we're just trying to kill the Buck Gang. That's all yeah, we yeah. fucking care about. That's right. And um, what happens next? But then we get Pickett, who meets up with Coffee in one of the houses, 
And just yeah. as he's talking to her, fucking bam, he gets fucking shot. By who? Fucking cheaty ass fucking Cherokee Bill who fucking shot him in the back. Like shot him in the back. Like a cheating motherfucker. And one more time in the front. Yeah. Yeah, he turns around. And again, there's just no expression. Like, he's looking at me. He's just like, it's all right, man. It's all right. Like, he's just like, right. just go ahead. It reminded me of, uh, if you've seen Drive, when yes. Albert, Brook, Albert Brooks kills, um, God damn it, what's his name from Breaking Bad? Um, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, he's just like, shh. And he's just like, just just die quietly, quietly. And just okay. ease him okay. down to his death. And like, like Turkey Bill has the same way, like, just, it's all right. I shot it's you okay. more, a few it's more over. times. It's You're, over. It's over. You're dead. You're dead. It's all right. <laughs> Just talk, talk you down to your, you lay down, you're fucking dead. But yeah, so he has this whole thing with coffee, and you know, she was already devastated to see uh, what's his name, the gunslinger, get shot in the face earlier. Yeah, and she was just like, you fucking shooting people in the back, you cheat, you're fucking piece of shit. And he's like, all right, I'll give you a chance. All right, you know. Yeah, it brings down like, uh, what are you if you can't shoot people in the back or like, yeah. or, uh, or shoot people before the count? Yeah, yeah like fully, fully be like. Yeah, are you actually a gunslinger, or are yeah. you just a piece of shit? But uh, he's like, I'll, I'll give you a chance, because he's full, he's like, you know what, I, I'll I'll draw fat, and nope, she fucking she won it. She gets it right in the neck, which and then, was good. And then even says like, he was faster. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> fuck. Yeah, and he had a great death where he's holding his neck, and he walks out into the street, and he kind of falls over, and it just like just blood just spray. Yeah, now. I appreciated that as a practical effect. However, like the fact that Nat and the Marshal shot everyone, like one shot, one kill. (laughs) And I was a little sad that they didn't use practical effects for a lot of that stuff. Yeah. It was, it was, you know, it was the whole freaking CGI blood thing. And it was kind of. But it wasn't hitting you over the head. From distance. uh, From distance. At least we had that. But I feel like this movie, like, because they did use practical effects for certain things. Like uh, Cherokee Bill's death. Yeah. Um, when it was close up and it, you really saw it, you know, or, you know, but I just feel like if they had used like the squibs from like, you know, Django Unchained, they were just like ridiculous. That would have been so much better. <laughs> you know what I mean? Now, they had the money for it. Come we, on. We are missing on another moment where the sheriff ends up pulling um, pulling uh, love out, out of the fray because all of a sudden, out of nowhere, in a crimson hood, Comes back, Damon Wayne's yeah. Jr. that shoots him in the shoulder, and out of nowhere, and he's just like he says some stuff like uh, it was like breathe out, yeah, it was like, breathe <laughs> out, and then he fully gets like shot in the fucking face. Mm-hmm. Um, was that him though? I thought that, that was, was the, him. I that thought was that was him. the white yeah. guys. No, 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 no from the other town. No, it was his voice. So he he oh it was even after all was said and done, and he was released and let go, he used the same uh, line that uh, that Nat Love said before he shot off his. Uh, his uh, restraints, yeah, um, and let him go. He's like, breathe out after he oh, shot him. Oh, see, then, I totally thought that was a, that and then it was the, the that sheriff was that shot posse, him. I, think, right? I thought it was the posse of white guys from the white. No, nope. no, nope. no, no, no. Nope, that was that was Wayne Jr. Yeah, because he's wearing the what is it crimson hood? Crimson yeah, hood. Yeah, 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 sort of crimson. That, made, they, yeah, that makes yeah. more sense. I like how they make fun <laughs> of that. This shit's so fucking faded. It's, it's not crimson pink. anymore. Yeah, it's pink hood. <laughs> <laughs> but oh yeah, we bring up Mary and uh, they're 
still fucking Their going fight at it. Was yeah, awesome. Yeah, because we get updated every once in a while. They cut to other things, and then they'll bring back to them just beating the shit out of each other. Oh my so. god! Yeah, it was a vicious ass fight. And how she finally? Uh, They've been fighting for twenty five. Seriously, minutes at as this everything point. else is going on, explosions and other people getting fucking killed, and they're just fucking going at it from house to house and we're, you know every part of the town. I think they covered the entire part of the town while they were fighting. Right? Oh yeah, yeah. No, they, they <laughs> it was a it was a drag out freaking fight, and eventually at the very end, uh, Mary like swings the shotgun and just. Bashes the face, all this blood goes yep. out, and that's that's it for the fight. That's it for the fight, but I don't know what they're saying. For, I'm saying I'm not saying they're setting up for a sequel, but uh, I we mean didn't I thought she her. was dead, but no, no, yeah, we'll see, we'll see. But uh, then we we advance to the final showdown. This is it, the final showdown between Nat and Rufus. Yep. All right. And Nat rolls into the freaking saloon. Rufus is sitting at like a desk, not even looking at him. Back turned. Yeah. Back turned. Badass motherfucker. Ballsy. Goddamn. Such a fucking, that's such a fucking like king move right there. Just like, oh yeah, I'm not even going to. Because he starts talking to him. So he knows he's there. It's not like, you know, like he's like turn around. Love's not being sneaky and like, you know, he's walking in, stomping down. Like he knows he's there and he's just. I'm not even gonna turn around. I'm just start talking. He's like, "Grab your gun and turn around." And then Rufus starts telling him the story of his childhood. God damn! And I'm just like, "What the fuck? Where's this going?" Like, you know, I was. You killed my mother and father. And he's like, "Let me tell you about my father." And he goes into this fucking horrible childhood story about dad like, was an asshole. Dad was ab- abusive to his mother and him and. All this shit, and I guess killed his mom. Yeah, and then and that's then what left. Pushed, that's what pushed Rufus into the the life he lived of crime and right. all that was his dad being so shitty and killing his mom, and then abandoning him. And I think everybody had that one moment where, like, they orchestrated it so perfectly that everybody had that like wait yeah. moment where it's like. And then I found well, him the, years later, yeah, and he had like, cleaned he, up. He found God. He cleaned up, and, and every, he started. And, and I know. Him. I was like at that point, like, oh I, no, because you start putting two together. <laughs> yeah. and you're like, wait, cleaned up, found God. He found a new uh, wife, had, had a, a kid, kid, has a family. And I'm like, wait, wait. Oh, and I'm like no? going back, and it, dude. And props to Jonathan Majors, man. He brought the fucking drama in that scene. He's a fucking crying. He's like, no, this is the. This You're not my dad. This is Darth Vader reveal. Yeah, this is Luke in full. Yeah, yeah. Like, no, you're it's full not of shit. True. This is it's this impossible. is you. It's impossible. This, this is you trying to fuck with my head because you know I'm here to kill the shit out of you. You're full of shit. He's like, I, no, I'm sorry. I like, and, and then Rufus like, like, search your feelings. But you but know as, it to be true. But as Rufus is talking to him, like tears, they're are both running crying. down his as he's telling the story. And they're like, brothers. Yeah, and like, holy fuck, <laughs> man. And he's just like, do it, do it. And he's like, I can't, I can't. And then he finally shoots him, shoots well, no, him again, like against his uh, his wants. Like at that point, he's like, no, I like you're my brother. Like fuck, like I need a second to process this Hold fucking on. information. We should also bring up that the whole purpose is he killed his dad. Finally, he killed the mom, and it was to set his love up 
and a path to become exactly to become what is just like Rufus, and to yep. become exactly what his father didn't want him to be as the final revenge to his father. God, fuck, damn. that's some diabolical yeah. shit right there. That is a fucking twist. Because he's I like, love. I know, I know your path. I know you've killed people. I know you've done, you've robbed banks. I know you've gone down the same path I did, and I set that shit in motion just to spite my fucked up dad. Holy God damn it, shit. <laughs> That shit was awesome. Yeah. You realize that he's been playing chess since, like, Nat was a child. Yeah. Uh, like, setting I'm, him up. I'm putting a mark on you, and I'm just going to watch you on this motivation to get me and turn into me in the process. Yeah. Man. <laughs> what a way to fucking end a movie, man. Seriously. <laughs> and, uh, you know, the, the few remaining folks. The Marsh- oh, I like, because then you cut to... You cut to where they have the tombstone, the, the yeah. you know, man, the, I guess. The dead guys, you know. The two sticks put together across type thing. Yeah. And it's got the names and it's got the gunslinger that we keep forgetting his I name. I thought it was yeah. a weird moment that there was this, like, little girl that came over and turned one into an X instead of a cross. I thought that was <laughs> a little bit <laughs> weird. But you had, the uh, two, you had the two members of the love gang that died. And then the last one is is love. And it pretty much is now, okay, you quote quote died during this. Now you're a free man. So. Yep. And the marshals. This fine is before fingerprints and and fucking <laughs> yeah. IDs and shit. Yeah, like, uh, I'm not like. Yeah. Uh, oh, is yeah, my yeah, new name? Yeah. Don't look up the body. That's that. Uh, yeah. He died. Yep. That's uh, there. Yeah. I, we're, I'm not like you in a friend kind of way. Uh, <laughs> is my is my last. Name. And the marshal and coffee stay there to like be the sheriff and deputy of the town i guess well but that's also an interesting point that you know nat's back and he's finally finished his his uh revenge plot right so he's now where he needs to be to be able to start a life with mary which is what she always wanted like that's what she wanted from the get-go last on the checklist and so coffee realizing that like their relationship isn't going to be the same as she you know, as it was or what she wanted it to be, whatever that is, it's very vague. And I like that they kept it kind of ambiguous. Yeah. Uh, it's like, okay, well, now it's time for me to live for me. And like, I always wanted to be like a, a deputy or, or something. I'm going to be a, a person of the law now. <laughs> it's crazy. I want that side story. I, I want the coffee. They have a little kiss sequence. And I was like, all right. All yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> well, and then there's even, and that's the turn where she's just like, what? Like, yeah. he's yeah. like, I get down with girls was basically what was intimated. That, <laughs> but and Nat's just like, oh shit! All right, cool. Um, and Nat and Mary ride off into the sunset, and I'm just thinking like, he has a bullet hole in his shoulder, and he's riding hard. I'm like, maybe trot. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> Take it easy, bro. You don't give a fuck. <laughs> like no one's chasing you. You shot them all. So, but uh, yeah, no, and that was that was it. Goddamn. I'll say this, man. It's a big risk watching Netflix movies like that oh, yeah, are sure. Netflix exclusive. I've seen a couple I really enjoyed. I've seen a lot of shit movies, and this there, there, was a pleasant surprise. It was, yeah, yeah. It was way better than Army of the Dead. Let's just put that oh. <laughs> when I just recently watched uh, Red Notice, which I like all the the cast in it, and it's I've it's fine. Actually, I've been telling people when they brought up Red Notice, don't watch that. Watch the movie we just covered because you're going to have a fucking great time. Mm. And for what I've heard, Red yep. Notice is a very disappointing movie. Yeah, it's whatever. Like, they have such a great cast. 
I like all the all the uh, the actors and actresses in it. Right. Um, it's nothing. Like yeah. it's 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 just it's just kind of and that's the thing. I'll, I'll, this happens with the Amazon movies. This happens with Netflix movies. Is that the premise is all right, but it's, they're just kind of basic movies. Yeah, and that's what makes this movie stand out more than Red Notice one. seemed like The Rock and Ryan Reynolds wanted to do a movie together after he was in Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah, and they're like, I don't know, yeah. let's do. I don't know, maybe like a Hobbs and Shaw thing. Yeah. And they just did like a knockoff <laughs> well, Hobbs I mean, and Shaw movie. And Ryan Reynolds just came off of, what was that Michael Bay one? Like five. Oh, Underground Six or whatever the fuck six it was. Under, or, five Underground or Six Underground? Six Underground, yeah, Six Underground. Is that another Netflix movie? Yeah. Another yeah, Netflix yeah. movie, yeah. It was just a big like explodey car chasey movie. <laughs> it was like, it was, it was oh, so a Michael Bay movie, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was a Michael Bay movie. There's a bunch of really forced dialogue and, and yeah. What was, what was the one with uh, like Jax from uh, freaking uh, Sons of Anarchy and it had Ben Affleck and it had Oscar Isaac and there were a bunch of like mercenaries. Oh, like, oh not the same movie uh, you just said. <laughs> I'm was, getting. I, I know it's a different exactly, movie, but exactly. I think it has a number in it too, but I could be wrong. I don't I know. I think it did, yeah. didn't it? It's it's like three guys yeah. doing shooting <laughs> stuff. Yeah. I think it's the name. Optimize Seven or something. Who knows? Optimize Seven is the name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, in any case, but let's go back to the good movie. Yeah, yeah. So definitely, definitely. I mean, all three of us were passionate enough. As soon as we watched it, we're like, let's do an episode on this because. So, it's so yeah, good. this movie was such a fun time. It really was, and it it really harkened back to like all those like seventies westerns. You know, that that sort of. The black exploitation end of the spaghetti western. Well, yeah. and the soundtrack again informs it so much with this like like western meets kind of funk yeah. vibe oh, yeah. to it that is so fucking perfect for like the tone that they're creating in the movie. It's yeah. it's like it's like a it just like uh, John Williams in the Star Wars movies. This is like a, a secondary character is the soundtrack happening during this movie. It's like it's kind of one of those things that you almost would think. You know, Tarantino stayed with just a, pretty much a, a score in Django. Django, yeah. right? But if you were to put actual music, it would be kind of like the stuff that was in this movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It 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 wasn't so overbearingly modern that it took away from like the 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 themes of the movie and the and the time right. period. But it had just enough of a modern edge to it where it made it like funky and fun, and also suggested this isn't. This isn't a period piece yeah, movie, right. quote unquote. You know? So yeah, I mean, if if you love westerns, like I, I think it's a go to. I mean, because they 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 jump on the tropes, but they have so much fucking fun with it. They didn't take it so seriously, and it, it and you got legitimate great performances. Yeah, like Jonathan Majors brought it. Oh yeah, Lakeith Stanfield and Idris Elba, like like Regina King, like they all brought it. it was and good. then then our you know our. Woman that makes us stumble over our words, uh, Zassy Beats. Oh yes, oh, yes, yes. oh yeah. Hmm. But I look at this movie <laughs> and then I think about the the remake of Magnificent Seven that came out a couple years ago. Oh, I yeah. never saw that. It's fine, but it's... like if you really want to watch Magnificent Seven, just go see the original version. It still holds up. Yeah, this one is uh, trying to be stylized in a way that it just t- takes actually takes away from it. In my opinion. Yeah. This is a stylized western. The, the like Heart of They Fall is super stylized, mm-hmm. but it knows how to wink at that too. Yeah. You know, it's not trying to be serious with See, it. See, I never saw Magnificent Seven, but it always looked to me like it's like, all right, we got all the star power, and now just let's make a script that fits this. Like, yeah, like let's that make, was their top. Let's concern. make, uh, you know, a remake that's like Ocean's Eleven. It's like, come on, yeah. man. Yeah. So I mean, overall, 
I had a blast with this movie. Yep. So fucking good. <laughs> so uh, I, I think uh, if if you like, um, if you're a fan of like the exploitation genre or you're a fan of Westerns, but you're not going to be so uh, critical of it not being like period appropriate, then th- you're going to have fun with yeah. this movie. No, and, and that's a great part. Like it took a lot of liberties. I mean. As a revisionist Western, you know, like schlock, you know, sort of like farce, it, you know, it was, it was so much fun, but like, there probably was never like an all black town of, of, you know, crazy. And then like an all like super pasty white town. Oh, it's just like, but let's just say it's so it, it, awesome. It no, is, there was probably a super pasty white town. Oh yeah. Yeah. There's <laughs> painted white. <laughs> I, I would Who say, knows? I would say like, it leans so much in the tombstone. And the only reason I'm bringing up tombstone is because tombstone, the year that that came out, there was actually... A Wyatt Earp movie that came out the same year. Oh yeah, yeah that was Kevin Dogs. Costner. Boring as shit. Absolutely. And what Tombstone said is that, yeah, we're gonna stay sort of historical accurate, but let's just make it fucking fun. badass. Make it and, fun. And that's what this movie does. It goes, yeah, it's not accurate. Who fucking cares? We're having fun, motherfuckers. Come on. Absolutely. They shoot a fucking horse. Yeah, <laughs> you shouldn't reference this at, at, for a paper for college. Yeah. Uh, to talk about, like, no, I saw a movie where yeah. there was an all black town and all white town. Historically, it wasn't that. No. 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 No, no this is entertainment. Motherfucker like, gets blown up with dynamite, all right? Like, there's other shit going on. Don't worry about that. Clint Eastwood's <laughs> character in, in that, that trilogy of movies isn't a real fucking character. Yeah. Like, the, yeah. you can you can have fun with the 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 genre without being period <laughs> absolutely like, accurate absolutely this this hit all the notes for just a fun time and i guess uh at this point you know as we wrap up we got to talk about what do you want to watch this with if you're going to do a double feature <laughs> I, I think i already showed my cards it's exactly where i go with this i mean so what's yours i, I fucking tombstone I'll bam bam right there Boom, so there you go yeah. all right you got any ideas uh, I think I mentioned it earlier in the movie, but I think if you want to have like a a good pairing with this, that you can also see the the campiness of that time period, 1993's Posse. Oh fuck yeah, <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. Oh man, that's I mean that's a, it's not a great movie. It's not. It's really not. But then you can look at Posse and see that like if Posse was to be fully realized, this is like the big brother of Posse. You know, oh, yeah, they're yeah. like that. Got a master's degree, yeah, and like, and, and and is very successful. I actually throw another one on there. I, I watched it as a kid, and it's not—they're not good movies. But I used to watch the fuck out of them. It was kind of my introduction to westerns, which is kind of weird to say. But uh, Young Guns, both oh, the yeah. first one, and the second oh, one, yeah, where they're. They're they just are fucking so around. Fun, dude. They're just fucking around. They're like, man, Bill the kid, he, just, he killed a lot of people and he had a fun time doing it. That's all that movie is, all right? Yep. It's just Amelia Estimus shooting people and laughing about it, all right? <laughs> so well, I would put that as a good combo with absolutely. this. Absolutely. Yeah. And I mean, you could definitely pair this along with almost any like 70s Fred Williamson or Jim Brown. Oh, yeah. You know, sort of like schlock western. But uh, the first thing that came to mind actually for me was The Last Dragon. All right. You know, okay. It's not, it's not the Western genre, but like it has the same feel. You know, it's just it's fun. It doesn't take itself seriously. Show enough. It's a it's <laughs> you know exactly show yeah, enough. Show enough. Come on. Just have a blast. God damn it. If one of the characters in, the, in this movie had actually said that, holy fuck. I would have lost my no mind. Shit. I, I would have flipped over the couch. Just somebody shoots someone in the head and goes, show enough. No, but that's perfect because it's taking a different genre that isn't traditionally yeah. black and then you're you're kind of incorporating that. But with with giving proper homage to the genre while still 
exactly. maintaining that same like because black, blackness of exactly of, of it, tone it, because it was a, a largely you know African American cast and they they just had so much fun with, with with the movie. You you can say black now. I, well, I have a bunch of times. Okay. <laughs> I'm just mixing it up, so okay. I'm not saying the same right, fucking right. thing. It's not part of that white right. town, all right, guys? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, black people are here. Yeah. Just don't say Afro-American. That's like so... I said African. No, I know, I know. I'm saying just like, that always <laughs> like, like... That's something that like a, a, uh, like a racist uncle tries to say to like, to like imitate <laughs> PC culture. Yeah. What hey, do they call him, right? Like, yeah, all right, I'm walking yeah, out. Right. I'm yeah. Leaving, yeah. <laughs> I, I I wanted to reference like Fred Williamson's like they call him Bajos. Yeah, oh, no man. But like, you know, let's just leave it. There. Uh, yeah, that's <laughs> that's something as a little nugget. If you want to dig, you <laughs> oh, that movie's amazing. It's so good. Derville Martin's in it. Oh man, dude, it's so funny. Uh, anyway, let's wrap this motherfucker up. Uh, we had such a great time watching this, and um. As with any of these releases, definitely check out everything on the GUI network. Go to GUIpodcast.com. We have, what, seven shows right now? Something like that. I yeah, don't, I've yeah. lost count. Too at some much. Point. Seven yeah. shows. I've lost count. How many t-shirts? I see public. It's, oh, yeah. We yeah. should write these numbers down. I don't know. Exactly. You know, like, but just go to the website. Yeah. yeah. You can reach out to us directly uh, through Facebook, uh, Beautiful Disasters Podcast, or, uh, or reach us on Gmail, beautifuldisasterspodcast at gmail.com. Give us suggestions, you know. Things. Give us feedback, too. Yeah. I mean, if you watch this, you have the same opinion. Like, you know, give us feedback on it. And then always throw us suggestions. What's a good beautiful disaster yeah. or what's a good schlock abuse? What should we cover? Yeah. You know, we have a lot of fun with it. Uh, what you got, Hobbit? What do I got for me? Uh, well, definitely check out Geeks Under the Influence, the main flagship show, but yeah. also Deeply Upsetting with me and Amy Bogard just uh, taking your weird hypothetical quandaries and turning them into uh, nonsense garbage uh, for fun. Your it's, spooky episode recently was really good. The spooky episode was a <laughs> lot of fun. Uh, we just covered recently, the, the the newest was a what we call a minor upset, which is our mini-sode, yeah. uh, where we talked about that there's a uh, there's an online, was it the like signature thing, uh, to make sure that... Uh, well, a petition? A petition. Okay. To make sure that... Um, What's his face? Cats, um, nighttime host guy that does car karaoke. Oh, James Corden. James Corden. Uh, over 80,000 signatures to make sure that he's not involved in any facet whatsoever for the Wicked musical movie. Oh, wow. There's never been any suggestion that he is. He hasn't said that he's going to be. It's just it's because just, Cats? It's because people are like, no, we've seen Prom and Cats, and you could, cannot get near this movie. <laughs> <laughs> so... Um, you're you're over, bro. Yeah, it's just all the, all, the, all the musical theater kids being like, you know what, James Corden? That's no, it. Uh, just yeah. you're done. You're mm -hmm. you're canceled. Yeah. You're not allowed. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. I mean, you should be punished for cats anyway. I mean, oh, man. Well, no, and you you we went into it a little bit on the episode prom. It was a Netflix musical about. Uh, it was a real serious. It was a real thing where there was a uh, a LGBTQ student that wasn't able to take their partner to prom. Like in the Midwest somewhere, like they weren't allowed, and they turned it into a musical. And uh, James Corden plays like like a gay Broadway guy, uh, because I guess they couldn't find an actual, actual gay yeah. person in the musical theater community. So he's and he's doing everything of every stereotype of like, hey, oh, just fully gaying it up oh. so unfortunately bad. So Pat Oswalt would have a heyday with it. Oh then. man. Yeah. 
It's because he's brought that up in a stand-up about the that level oh of my like God. overdoing it's, it. It's I mean, this, and James Gordon came from musical theater, so like he yeah, he's he, part of the history boys, right? He's known the gays. Yeah, like he's met one or two <laughs> in his time. I legitimately so, thought he was a long time. No, he's apparently a straight man, <clears> and <throat> I mean that's fine. But there's I you're not lacking in gays in musical theater. You don't need to get James Corden to play the part, right? You can get like any number of people that hey, he's got a great voice. Not that great a voice. You you can get somebody that uh, I, listen to the episode. <laughs> uh, <laughs> there you had a preview. A preview <laughs> of. Um, also, yeah, of course, uh, we we are going to be doing events. Hopefully, a little bit more. Um, this will probably release after our uh, VA Comic Con uh, experience. But we got like buttons and koozies and hats, all exclusive oh, yeah. to live events. Uh, so just follow GUIPodcast.com and our social media to stay up on all the cool shit we're doing. We have a good time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah this shit's a blast yeah like it is. it's so <laughs> dumb and fun we just have fun and that's yeah. what it's all about so uh, thank you guys so much for listening uh i've been the groups f you hunter mike the hobbit thank you Coming straight from the mouths of madness, I'm Lowdown. I'm F.U. Hunter. Do you love horror? We fucking do. So this is a podcast dedicated to all things in cinematic horror. We're talking movies, television, composers, special effects artists. We're going to fucking cover it. So if you love horror, embrace the madness. In a world ravaged by movie studios that keep rehashing the same things, only one podcaster has the guts to make it even worse. Join Mike the Hobbit as he traverses the internet to bring you some of the best and worst ideas for reboots, remakes, and reimaginings of some of your favorite and least favorite TV and film properties. Ideas like a John Waters He-Man movie, Fantastic Four the Musical, and Aliens, done entirely with marionettes. What podcast would bring this evil upon the world? This is Smack My Pitch Up. Available anywhere you get your podcasts. GUIPodcast.com <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.